Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. For the Bobby Eaton Show, yeah. giving you information you'll want to know, speaking on issues affecting us all, and music for the soul. Yeah. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Hello, world. Good afternoon. Hey, good evening. Good morning or wherever you're at on the globe. Hey, welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show. And this is where we tell our stories our way, located in the heart of Black Wall Street, uh, 1921 massacre right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. 1533 North Norfolk Eaton Media Services. So we're here to serve you and the community. So um, we've got a great show going on today, and we want you guys to all participate in a Listening to this show, you can dial the number 646-716-5525. And don't forget to press that one button. It's the Lansing Street Project uh, with some of our elders in the in the building. And uh, we're going to be chopping it up, listening. So get out your pencil and your paper and stuff like that. Grab your kids, grab everybody, and get some of this Tulsa history, you know. Meanwhile, we're here every Monday Wednesday and uh, Saturday, Monday and Wednesday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And on, um, uh, let's see, on Saturdays like today, we go from 12 to 2 p.m. And that's what we do. If you you need to contact us, you can reach us at eatonmediaservices at gmail.com. Again, that's E-A-T-O-N, music2 at gmail.com. And that's how you get in touch with us. People are always asking me this question. They say, Bobby, uh, you got a show over there called the Juice Radio Show. I say, yeah, we got the Juice Radio Show. They say, what is that all about? Juice Radio Show. Young people from various different high schools come in here every Thursday night at 6 p.m. The young people come in here, and they do radio their way, talking about their issues and things that's going on, you know, in their lives and stuff like that. And uh, we, we invest into our young You know, we put back into this is more than just a radio station, you know, just to get on the air and just talk. We do service things in the community. We give out backpacks. We pass out school supplies for children. Uh, We take our children, uh, our youth. I shouldn't say always children, but youth to various different locations around the country. And we do a lot of things to invest into our youth because they are our future and they are tomorrow. And knowledge is power. And that's something that we must invest in. You know, hey, my people invested it in me, so I got to pass it on because we're standing on the shoulders of those who came before us. So never think that it's because of something you did where you're at right now, because if it wasn't for our elders and ancestors before us, we wouldn't even be in these positions. So we must always remember that. 
So meanwhile, um, let me see what is going on. You know, I got about 16 shows over here, 16 weekly shows over here that people come in and do a show. Uh, and um, I'm going to read a couple of them for you as soon as I find my glasses. <laughs> you know, our, my motto is we tell our stories our way. So we do what we want to do over here. Black owned, black paid for, blackity, blackity, black. You know, and that's what we do over here at Eat Media Services, which serves the Tulsa community. And uh, let me see what I got right here. All right. You can listen, like I said earlier, KBOB 89.9 FM, Black on Black Community Radio. You got my show, of course, what I just explained. We got the Valley Vale Morning Show, which comes on at uh, 7 to 9, Monday through Friday. Uh, and we've got, on Tuesdays, we've got Sports Talk Show. A couple of guys coming in. They call themselves Two Dogs. You know, Two Dogs Sports Talk. That's 6 p.m. on Tuesdays. World One Development with Charles Harper and Damali Wilson. They, boy, they got a great show. Every Wednesday at 1 p.m., Real Life, Real Prima Donna Braddock and Jennifer Brown. They're here every Thursday from 2 to 3. And plus, you know, like I said earlier, Juice Radio Show comes on at night, you know, at 6 p.m. Uh, Friday is kind of like an open music night. We call it Funky Friday. And uh, before COVID, we were going to have community get-togethers and, you know, stuff up here every Friday and broadcast live and maybe uh, have some fun outside. But, you know, COVID kind of knocked that out of the belt. Okay, on Saturdays, it's the Groove Zone with Dale, Mr. Groove Taylor. He's playing the music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and a little bit of 90s. 60s, 70s, and 80s music, that Motown stuff, and all that good stuff you don't get a chance to hear. Sunday morning, we got Sunday Gospel with Pet, with uh, Bishop Melvin Cooper is in here at 8 o'clock. And uh, he'll do that, and we'll do gospel throughout the day on Sunday up until about 2 o'clock. And we got jazz on a Sunday where... DMAC comes in and plays jazz. Okay, the, that night, that evening, we have the His and Her Show. Pastor Tim and Nicole Newton from the Dream Center comes in here at 6 o'clock. You know, they'll be in here at 6 o'clock on Sundays. They got a great show, the His and Her Show. And also the Night Shift, that's with Negro Spiritual 121, Miss Tizzy, Crystal Renee, Sundays at 8 o'clock. And by the way, Greg Robinson will be on their show uh, tomorrow night. So those are some of the shows and stuff that go on here at Eaton Media Services. Tune in, and uh, if you can't remember all of that, just go to kbob899.com. Again, that's kbob899.com, and that's where you're going to get a lot of uh, information about what's going on in this radio station right here. So we're going to take a little break. And uh, let me see. I don't even know what I'm going to play right now, but uh, we're going to take a little break. Tune in. I want you to call your family members, tell a friend. We're talking about the Lansing Project, you know, some information you guys need to know about in Lansing. You guys know about Greenwood. We didn't hear a lot about that. Well, we need to find out what happened on Lansing Street, you know, what actually took place, you know, back in the day and stuff like that. But we got some people who can tell you about it. So all you just need to do is uh, take a break. And tune in. This is Tulsa's own Gap Band from back in the day. Uh, Three Wilson Brothers. Yes.
Uh, yeah, that's Tulsa's own Gap Band. Hey, GAP Greenwood Archer and Pine Street Band here on the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way. And boy, do we have a story to tell. So stick around. All right. Hey, we're back on the air right now. And uh, we want to extend. Uh, well, I want to let you guys know I lost an uncle, Uncle Joe, Joe Eaton, my dad's oldest brother. They just buried him out in San Francisco. So uh, we've been just kind of going through it. And we want you guys to be safe. You know, it's you got to be it's a changing world out here. COVID is alive and kicking, you know, and um, the elections going on, getting ready to take place. And we just need to be conscious of what we do and where we go and who we talk to. You know, life is short. It's not as long as you think think it is. In the studio, Miss Captola, how are we doing? Wonderful. All right. We got a guest and people. You want to tell our audience who's in the studio right now? Absolutely. But first, I think we need to say thank you, Mr. Bobby Eaton, for allowing us this time to explore our past. And we want to thank the people out there in radio listening land, whatever it's called. At <laughs> yeah, this day well, thank time. you anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, I love it. But I'm waiting to hear this history from you guys. Where? Thank you guys for taking the time out to come into the radio station and share these stories. Okay, well, family, friends, relatives, everybody listen in. Who you got with you? I have with me uh, Iva Jackson, and I'm not going to put any handles on these names. Okay, I got you. (laughs) You don't have to. Okay, Howard Denny, Donald Palmer, Frank Swain, and did I get everybody? And me. Okay. <laughs> welcome. Everybody welcome. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. And we want to say thanks to the people out there in uh, listening land, um, including our speakers today, for their contribution to the information that we have gathered. And we want to share it with you as accurately as we possibly can, although we know all history uh, comes in different forms. Mm-hmm. We have been informed about the Black Wall Street, or what used to be Deep Greenwood, and its thriving contribution to Tulsa, to the North Tulsa and the city of Tulsa. That cannot be minimized. It was written that many men and women spent sleepless hours and many hours with officials negotiating the rebuilding of the notable Greenwood area from the riot massacre. Where did these people come from that supported Greenwood? Where did they go to school? Where did they go to church? We're thinking of another area that made up North Tulsa. We're thinking of Lansing area. Some of us From the 1940s until demolition, I'm going to call it. Remember the thriving area of Lansing. The area that at that time it was colored folks, 
My professor reminded we, me that we were not black yet. But those people had beautiful homes, profitable businesses. They had businesses on Lansman. There were some people that had businesses on Greenwood, but lived on Lansman. I want to tell you that that is the area that is across the railroad tracks. And it's to the east of the railroad tracks east of Greenwood. And I'm told that that is the same railroad track that some of the 1921 race riot victims escaped to the north. Mm -hmm. And I'm referring to the railroad track that um, west of Lanson, I understand, and from some of my reading listening that that railroad track will eventually become USA BMX headquarters, the old Brownfield site. Some of us took that way to Booker T. Washington High School. North, pardon me, let me just say, there was no other street that went across the tracks from Lansing as direct as it was going across the railroad tracks. Now, our parents didn't always know that we took that route because it was unsafe, but we took that route. But come, let's take a trip back in time and remember that area where more colored folks lived that had thriving businesses, beautiful homes, wonderful neighborhood area where we went to church and where we associated and did business also. We have consulted with other people about the Lansing area from, I'm going to say, Independence to the south to and Pine north. And then we would go from Pine, by the way, of Madison to Virgin, which we now was Barry's Park, I think at that time it's it's Lacey's Park now. But we just want to randomly reminisce about the Lanson area. And at this time I'm going to ask Jean Jackson if she would chime in on her information that she's acquired. Yes, my name's Iva Jackson, and I grew up in this area. As a matter of fact, I grew up three doors down <coughs> east of this very building on Pine Place. So I'm very familiar with this place, the Eatons, and so forth. Went to Dunbar Carver and Booker Washington High School. Lived in Tulsa mostly. Worked in the medical field as an aide, a nurse, a tech. Married. I'm married for 52 years. And I don't remember that much about Lansing. Um, I'll tell you what I do remember. On the corner of Pine and Lansing was Jones Drugstore. Used to go there and get, and they had a sundry in there. Used to go get uh, snow cones and ice cream and that kind of thing. Uh, Across on the other corner was a service station. 
I remember that. Next thing I remember is the Regal Theater. That was a nice place that we could go. You could take a quarter, get in for a dime. You had, you had <laughs> nickel popcorn, nickel candy. Seems like you could get a hot dog for a nickel. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> a nickel drink. A quarter. Mama was so glad to get a sign of her hair. And you got a cartoon before the movie. Mm-hmm. And and it may have been a double feature. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you got all that for a quarter. Mm-hmm. I remember well, that well. Lot. Lot. <laughs> I remember that oh, well. Yeah. The next thing I remember is Randall's Shoe Shop. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the days, we had to have our shoes repaired. It wasn't throwaway shoes like we have today. You know, you wear them out and you get another pair. You had to go have those shoes resold, rehealed. Mm-hmm. And we did that. Mm-hmm. Next thing I remember is Man Brothers Grocery and Gibbs Fish and Poultry Market. And seems like to me there was a laundromat right across from Man Brothers mm-hmm. on the other corner. Mm-hmm. On the east side of the street. Seems like I did my laundry there after I had my children. But I'm not sure. And then I remember um, my Rose Baptist Church. So I'm down the street going south. And then I remember Metropolitan Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. And I remember the Three Bears. <laughs> not that I <laughs> frequented that place. <laughs> But I knew it was over there. (laughs) (laughs) And that's about my remembrance of um, of those places, of of Lansing. And so in talking to Miss Dunn there, who one day said, you know, Jean, she calls me Jean, everybody talks about Greenwood, but Lansing was a business area too. Mm-hmm. And so we got to talking about it. And the next thing you know, we were saying, well, she said, there's some people still alive that lived on Lansing. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. contacted them. And the next thing you knew, we decided to start meeting. And we did have a couple of meetings. And, and the ones that are here with us now did come to the, to the meeting. And we were able to find out quite a bit that existed on Lansing. Um, uh, We also did a little bit of research um, at the library and found out some things. Um, So we would kind of like to get this together, I hope. And at least put it in the eagle. Uh, um, put it in the eagle. I don't know where else we're going to go with it, but uh, we appreciate this today yeah. for one thing. We appreciate it very much. Um, I'll probably say some more later down the line, but I just wanted to give my remembrance of Lansing. Oh, Okay. Okay, that was great. It was informative. Frank Swain, you grew up around here. 
Let's talk about it, man. Right around the corner from where we are now. Yeah, right. 1139 East talk Pine about Place, it. Yes. 1127 East Pine Place, mm-hmm. before we moved down to Madison. Oh. And I became a paper boy in certain areas and neighborhoods and got to see certain things just from traveling around in that venue as a paper boy. Mm-hmm. And I don't forget, we moved to Tulsa October of 1943. My mother was a country school teacher in Creek County. And my dad had come up, he had picked up a job that World War II was on then. He picked up a job at the Oklahoma Steel Casting. And by some quirk of fate and luck, he ended up working for the Frisco Railroad over at the Frisco Yards. And they were talking, Gene was talking about the, the tracks that came in. My dad could catch what they call the evening tram and get off right up there on Lansing and walk over to Latimer to where we were living then. But what I remember about Lansing, I go back to... Uh, an area there where they stuck a couple of the streets, Detroit and Elgin didn't come through as it should be there. We still have some that don't do that. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of activity between the Lansing and Madison place. I run into that because I was the delivery boy for Gibbons Grocery, you know, for North Madison. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of activity on uh, that area there, I'll put it this way, on the street that went up to Madison, there were 26 the vendors there, 13 of them were, shall we say, places of entertainment. <laughs> okay, okay. In other words, a nightclub and uh-huh. things like that. Huh? A lot of feeling. I got made a lot of tips delivering groceries in that place. That's uh-huh. I remember it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then coming on down to a mansion and there where Lansing jogged around, uh-huh. there was the Maxwell family. He had a, a, one of the first things I was seeing, a rug cleaning place on one side of the street, and on the east side of the street, they had a small grocery. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a lunch uh, house right across the street where the jog was. And right on that same street where you jog from Lansing up to it, but again, there was a bar on the bottom side and a two-room, two four-room apartments on top of that bar. Then when you took off north on Lansing there, that's when you really started running into the business section of that because that was Mr. Reed's grocery store, and he had something that I had never seen before until too late, early on. He'd have a laundromat there. Mm-hmm. And what happened was he had a driveway big enough where you could park and go to his grocery store on this side and go to the laundromat on the north side. And then you came on down. That was the pepper pot. That was for us kids. And across the street from that was the Baptist church there. And uh, I think, let's see, I can put this. Remember the Baptist Church's pastor had married one of the TV boy's sisters, Aunt Effie. Then you came on down, you got across the street then, and there at one time, there was two little ladies, I can't think of their names, but they had a nice bit, I don't forget, a nice big white house with a big window in it, mm-hmm. and it was a hat and dress shop there. Then on down, about half of the block there, on the west side of the street, there was a, a what I call, Notions drugstore. They sold black draw, uh, aspirins and things of that nature. They didn't sell inscriptions. And then they sold pop and stuff there. Mm-hmm. And then on the other corner, there was a filling station there. Across the street from the filling station was a Hearn's Church. And you come on down, there were three different residences, nice big white painted houses right next to that. But there was a, a um, repair shop, auto repair shop next to that. And next to that, this is something else, another business, a builder. Mr. Gary had built a two-story red brick apartment house 
four apartments on the top and four on the bottom. And he had a drive in the back, a chat driveway, where his tenants could come and park there. They didn't have to park on this. And across the street from that was Jones Drugstore. It was originally there on the west side. Then you had a, a dividing stairway there because there were two apartments up on top of that. And next to the stairway was Adams Grocery. Next to that was uh, Mount Rose Baptist Church. A uh, half a block further north, you had an eight-sided hamburger stand. And across the street from that, you had Kyle's uh, Grocery. And you know, it's ironic. They had groceries there, but everybody made a living. And then on down from Kyle's, you had uh, Wesley CME Church and two more houses next to that. And then the auto repair shop next to that. And that was right across the street from Dean's Beauty Shop, Gibbs Fish Market, and Man Brothers Grocery. And then across the corner, they had three, shall we say, places of entertainment. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> say places of entertainment. Okay. Uh, that, that was one, the barbecue pit, the P&M. Mm-hmm. In fact, they got so famous in, by the 60s and 70s, they were still in operation. And they made a shall we say, a legitimate entertainment club out of it. Uh-huh. And then there was a green building next to it. It was what they called the house joint. And then Lorenzo Doge's place next to them. I remember him because he ended up being a church member under B.S. Roberts. I don't know if Fiori. Uh, North Fiori? Uh-huh. Then across the street, that was Miss Hicks. They had a, the house was, they lived in, was in the middle of Oklahoma. But on the end, they had a nice big open lot. And she later put up a Dairy Queen there. Then coming down north of her on the same side, there were, well, I know one place of uh, ill repute. <laughs> and on down, there was, guys, I, I can't remember his family's last name, but his name was Frank, too. And they had, I remember that, probably because they had this old native lumber house there. Mm-hmm. And you didn't see many of them at that time. So that told me that was there before anybody else was. Okay, okay. And then next to that was Reynolds Shoe Shop. Mm-hmm. Next to that was Miss so, Dr. Walls. So it was a whole lot of businesses going on oh, down you there haven't, on Lansing. Ooh, you haven't heard okay, it. Okay, well, hey, <laughs> joining us, Don Palmer. How yeah. we doing there, sir? Good, good. Good, good. Howard Denny. Yes. How we doing, man? All right. So you guys got some experiences down there on Lansing as mm-hmm. well, right? Right. Oh, I know yeah. you do. What can you remember about Lansing that well, you can share let, with us? Let, let, me, let me start out with uh, Oklahoma and Lansing. Okay. Lucius Hicks lived on one corner, and next to that was uh, Man Brothers. Yeah, Man Brothers. Real popular place. Mm-hmm. And up the street on Pine, on uh, uh, Lansing, one of my fondest memories is the Pepper Pot. Mm-hmm. I used to love to go in there and get uh, a scoop of ice cream and... Uh, with some uh, Pepsi, and we was in heaven. <laughs> okay, now let me let me let me let me come back to this. Okay. We all had paper routes, mm-hmm. and we had to throw the Sunday paper early, mm-hmm. and we would finish up like maybe around six o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Well, all of us would go down to Smith Drive-in. Ah. Smith Drive-in would take a big cinnamon roll and put butter all on top of it. <laughs> and he'd put it in the oven and warm it up and give it to us. It was like being in heaven. Uh, I can imagine. Yeah, those are those some of the fondest times of my memory. And then uh, Dunbar School was down there, too. I I, I went mm-hmm. to Dunbar School, but those are some of my fondest memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
Howard Denny? Oh, yeah. Well, now, uh, I was born on on Norfolk, down the street from where we are right now. Oh, right down the street here, huh? Right down the street here, yeah. <laughs> oh, but uh, in the first few years, we lived up on Lansing, about two doors uh, uh, south of uh, Man Brothers grocery store, in one of those little shotgun houses. Mm-hmm. We stayed there for two or three years until uh, we moved down on Tecumseh. And then on Tecumseh, of course, was where we had our cabinet shop, and we put cabinets all over North Tulsa. We put pews in some of the churches, one on the corner of, uh, of uh, Lansing and um, Marshall there. We mm-hmm. built the church pews there. We got them in several other churches here, as well as cabinets all over town. Mm-hmm. But the key thing is that my dad was a musician as well as a cabinet maker. And he was in 808, the union there that had the hall above uh, Jones, I mean, uh, People's Rug Store there on the mm-hmm. corner. Mm-hmm. They had meetings there. He had Eddie Madison and all the other. Uh, local musicians here. Uh, they played all over this part of the country. They played. Uh, like who, uh, who was playing? Uh, uh, who were some of those guys? Who some were of the playing? guys played with Eddie. Yeah. Oh, Tommy Ross was one of the piano mm-hmm. players there, mm-hmm. and uh, my dad played the tenor saxophone there. Mm-hmm. Eddie Madison plays the, the trumpet. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we had a guy on the drums. I can't remember his name, but again, they, they, they groups and they kept us going uh, in spite of. Uh, the, Depression that going on during that period of time, mm-hmm. they had to do this music to keep keep bread on the table. Mm-hmm. But the key thing is they they would meet up on uh, second floor of a building on Pine and Peoria, Pine and Lansing here, mm-hmm. and do the rehearsing. And then again, uh, from there on, we uh, going back to the shop and build the cabinets and everything. Mm-hmm. But now. Uh, I'd like to talk about some of the people that we had come through the shop there. Okay. Some, some of the uh, carpenters and the uh, contractors. Uh, Mr. Gary, who you were talking about a minute ago mm-hmm. there, he would do uh, our, our shop for is is window frames and door frames and things like that, and some cabinets that we put in some of the buildings. And not only uh, Gary, but uh, uh, Mr. Northington, mm-hmm. was another contractor. Kenfolk. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Northington yeah. did a lot of uh, building, building mm-hmm. in town here, mm-hmm. and uh, we had another contractor. Uh, 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 oh, behind me, they're on some little place. Uh, uh, oh, he was Tuskegee man, and he came in. He did a lot of building, and uh, uh, he built the uh, uh, Paradise Baptist Church, that's the new building that they're in now. Mm-hmm. And uh, built uh, uh, St. John Church on Peoria out there. Uh, and the electricians, uh, we had uh, uh, oh, uh, Claiborne's Electric, uh, Tate Electric, mm-hmm. oh, uh, some others that uh, worked in the area, and plumbers. Of course, we had uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, a bunch of plumbers uh, on uh, Lansing. So you had a lot of contractors oh, and people yeah. doing things mm-hmm. and building infrastructure and working and hammering nails, plumbers, and all that taking place this is how back kept, in those days. That's how we kept also built yeah. up so mm-hmm. well. It was like the Black Wall Street way mm-hmm. of life. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We had anything you could think of uh, in the building trades. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, tile layers, uh, uh, we had uh, uh, brick layers, rock layers, mm-hmm. and they built those buildings out of this. Uh, yeah, I remember a brick stone. layer of Mr. Frank. I well, think he was land brick as well. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh uh we had uh uh 
uh, the medicine bag company. So when we needed uh, burlap or uh, mm-hmm. uh, cotton sack bags, mm-hmm. they, they sterilize them and, and uh, you can get them. Get them. Yeah. Got, got so many pounds of bags and everything. We use some of them in our shop there to clean up with them. Wow. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, Taylor's red, the big Ben. Big Ben. Oh, yeah. He was yeah, over I, know. Um, I went to his class. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. my teacher. Yeah. 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 Your name was Bonehead. Yeah. Bonehead. You already know that. Bonehead. <laughs> I was in that class yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> you was in that class as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, uh, my grandfather would cut his hair, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I couldn't get in no trouble, no way. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> no way I, because he'd come back and tell everything. Everybody else would tell everything. <laughs> you yeah. couldn't get in no trouble. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, Bob, I'd like to mention this one thing. He was saying something. There was another artist, Mr. Rogers. This guy yeah. never had a truck, but he wore a big belt. He'd have two such sets of tools on this side. And another set on that side. That was my grandfather. He walked. That was your grandfather. Yeah. This is one I was named for, yeah. Howard L. Rogers. Yeah, he walked everywhere he went. I right. used to watch him because right. he used to come back and do little cultural mm-hmm. work for us. Uh-huh. My mother's yeah. place. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, he, he did uh, houses all over town. Yeah. Some down the street from where I live on Tecumseh right now. He built, and uh, 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 he, he was. Uh, and that was your grandfather, huh? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Matter of fact, when I was born, he went to get the doctor for me, and mm-hmm. one of the doctors lived up on Lansing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think, Dr. Wall. Dr. Wall. Dr. Wall was my doctor that, that brought me into the world. Next door to the church. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Okay. And then again, uh, uh, because you mentioned the three bears a while ago, mm-hmm. that was one of the joints I did go to every now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were others uh, that, uh, they were out further north on uh, uh, Virgin and uh, Wagon Wheel. Wagon Wheel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I heard her in the background there. <laughs> Wagon Wheel. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and, and then you can go further over to the east there on Virgin, and you got the uh, the club there. Uh, that They had famous uh, groups come to town all the time and then came there. The, uh, the one that had the... Alfonso Williams place. Mm-hmm. Alfonso you place. Know, Rose Room? Rose, 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 Rose Room. Yeah. Rose Room? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, and that was one place that had big things coming. Yeah, I heard everybody came to the Rose Room. Oh, Ray, yeah. Ray Charles, B.B. King, oh, yeah. and Tina Turner. Them. Mm-hmm. He opened with, with uh, uh, Brooke Benton Brooke Diana Benton. Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Brooke, he opened yeah. it. Yeah. And it took him to, he had an underground passageway that yeah. came from, he had a little garage over this side, mm-hmm. and you could have underground that brought him right up behind his bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I happened to see that for some reason or another, he let Flash Terrors Band practice on Wednesday night. It was mm-hmm. open. Well, I, was I played up in there for several times. Both yeah, well, I was with back and I was a little old boy up there with a guitar. Trying to play. <laughs> and I never understood days. until I, I saw this guy come up from behind the bar. With, with the case of beer that he was going to put in the bar. That's when yeah. I found out they had a Yeah. That was during the days of Blue Moon and yeah. Rose oh, Room. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. of those type of places that were around mm. Tulsa mm. that we don't have anymore. No, no. we don't yeah. have anymore. Of course, the big chain out on Apache there uh, yeah. was a big place, too. Uh, uh, our yeah, capital? Yeah. Big Ten. Big Ten. Big Ten Ballroom. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bobby, yeah. that was another thing. That's my kin folks there. Mm-hmm. Lonnie Williams' wife, Destiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her and I are two, two uh, sisters' kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
they opened that thing. I think he said Lionel Hampton opened for them. And I got a chance to ask Lionel about that when we played a set on Greenwood here in the old, about the 90s. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, yeah, this is what he said. Oh, Lonnie Williams. I remember it well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lonnie Williams and Alfonso Williams. They employed a lot of people in our community. I mean, a lot of people were employed by them. So we must never forget those names like that. We need to honor these people, you know. Yeah. We need somewhere honor these people and uh, the contributions they gave, yeah. you know, gave to us. So. Well, now, uh, uh, the Blue Moon. Blue the, Moon Hill. The, yeah, up on the yeah. hill. Now, who, who owned that? I'm trying to remember. I can't well, remember the Club. Cavalier Club. Well, I know I'm a, I'm a little bit younger than you guys, mm-hmm. but I know I used to play up there all yeah, the time yeah. back in the day. Yeah. It was outdoors and yeah, indoors. Indoor, it was right. a combination of right. both. That's what I like. And, and I'm, yeah, that's what was so nice about yeah. it, you mm-hmm. know. That you could look over the city mm-hmm. outdoors and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It was mm-hmm. man, a lot of legendary people came up there. Yeah. Like a lot of mm-hmm. yeah, right next to where Doctor Reed built his uh, yeah, the clinic, clinic Westview Clinic, right, right, right up now, there. I'm not sure whether he owned that or not, but I imagine he probably owned the land that the he may have bought on. You never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't think of who on, who was the actual owner of the Blue Moon mm-hmm. who started it. You mm-hmm. know, we well, need I, to find that out. Yeah. I'm gonna research it. Uh-huh. One one time. I had a, a a group of five, five guys like the Temptation, mm-hmm. and we had practice, and they asked us to sing up there one night, mm-hmm. Labor Day weekend. We went up there, Jal and Thompson sung lead. Mm-hmm. We turned that place upside down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we turned yeah. it out. Oh, yeah. I understand, because me and Charlie Wilson and some of us guys, the younger guys, man, we had atrocious bands yeah. back yeah. in those days. Yeah. And we would just play all over the city. And it was so funny, because we were young and in high school and, and stuff like that. And our teachers and stuff would be in the audience. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? All the teachers and people in the community, we had to be escorted and all that, <laughs> yeah. supervised. Mm-hmm. But those were days when... Hey, you know, you didn't have all the violence taking no, place. No, no, Everybody was free. No. And even before my time, you you guys' time, it was so much economic development, Definitely. you know, that took Definitely. place. Monte Casino Girls School. Mm-hmm. My, one of my groups sung for their uh, graduation. Okay. And that was back in the 50s. It was yeah. the 50s. Then afterwards, they took us to an after party, and, man, we just had a ball. Yeah, always having fun. Oh, yeah. 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 All yeah. fun. That were places now, you could have that. Right. Yeah. Especially like down on Lansing. You know, mm-hmm. Lansing was a street. Mm-hmm. And I'm always telling people, I said, man, they built it up on Lansing. Uh, I, you know, my seniors and elders before me had it going on. And I was just a little little twat running up and down there eating bubble gum and ice cream. <laughs> you know, and my, <laughs> my uncle, uh, Prentice Thompson, had that barbershop oh, right there. Yeah. Bill yeah. Bondsman Barbershop, mm-hmm. Pool Hall, and yep. they had all that right next yep. to the Regal Theater. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I just happened, I'm just so blessed that I got a chance to witness that and participate on some of that on Lansing. <laughs> Bob, here's something else, too, that you missed when you said the Pool Hall there. That was a three-business thing mm-hmm. on Lansing there. Barbershop, pool hall, and a beauty shop. One of the yeah. richest wives had a beauty right. shop. Round in the back, what started off as a barbecue place ended up being the club. Yeah. Why? Because you could park on Madison. You could, you had good parking over right. there. And that helped that out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah business entrepreneurship spirit, yeah. you know, yeah. to uh, run businesses all up and down around mm-hmm. there. Oh, yeah. you know. What was the name of the hotel that was down there? Wasn't it a hotel? Oh, Emerson's. Yeah. 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 Emerson yeah. Hotel. His uh, daughter-in-law was, was went to my church, St. John. Louise. 
yeah, yeah, she went to my church, yeah, yeah, and next to him was Artan Love, now get this, Artan Love in this big white house that was pushed back from Lansing, and I reason I remember him, he had a white LaSalle car, and mm-hmm. I never knew what the world of LaSalle was, <laughs> well, I went on to one of the body shops down around, and they told me LaSalle was a baby Cadillac, 1941 mm-hmm. Cadillac, a baby Cadillac, <laughs> wow, and, and next to that was the Mac Chan uh, laundry, and then the the uh, pepper pot, and then uh, Miss Johnny had a, a pie shop, and then she yeah. later moved around on the Pine Street side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the, the second, uh, you talked about that, but then the second place where the, the uh, uh, musicians place, it was down. They mm-hmm. moved this in Black Insurance Company moved upstairs over right. there, and they moved down on Lansing there. And a lot of times you could go down there and you could just listen to them that have the door crack and you could listen to them practice all the time. Yeah. Jimmy Cry Cry Hawk. Yeah. All yeah. of those. <laughs> you could see that. And that like I said, in that well I call it four stall area, there were six businesses there, four downstairs and two upstairs. And then across the street, city service uh, Miss Jackson mentioned uh, city service that building the guy owned it, I forget his name now, but it was a combination filling station and repair shop. And he had it painted white with green stripes. Well, I later found out that was the logo of the city service company. That's how that came about. Yeah. And he put that in there. He was working for them, but he owned the shop. Was that mm-hmm. Mr. D? Mm-hmm. No, that wasn't Mr. D. Yeah. No, I, I knew. I used to be a neighbor to Mr. D. Yeah, yeah. His Go ahead. Was, his was over on uh, Greenwood. Talk, uh, talk yeah. right in that microphone yeah. right he there. He was over on Greenwood, okay. Skelly Station. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was great right there. Yeah, man, all the way down to all the way down to you know, and, businesses. And, and and it ran right directly into Dunbar Elementary yeah, School. Right. Exactly. You exactly. know, and now a lot of our young people don't even know a school even exists right there right. Exactly. on Pine right there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we need to let them know that, you know, and if you go down uh, Lansing today it's just all industrial. Oh yeah. All of the history and knowledge mm-hmm. and Everything has been erased, yeah. and uh, it's not even hardly any black businesses or anything down there. And you know, Bob, I forgot one. What's that? The Three Bears. Lance Three oh, Bears. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we talked about that a little earlier. Oh, okay. yeah. here's, here's the thing. I, Three did, Bears I, I used to talk with the owner quite a bit. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. We got to come in and sit in down there. He'd ask me, come on in and sit in with the guys and help them out. And I found out he had been a lightweight boxer out in California before he came to Tulsa. Oh, really? Yeah. He was a boxer. A boxer. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah, that, uh-huh. That, that, it was amazing to see that. And, uh-huh. and he kept a nice place around there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that got to be the spot for the college kids. Uh-huh. Anybody you want to see from Langston or Lincoln, go right, to the Three Bears. Exactly. Go to Three Bears Club. <laughs> yeah. That's something else right there. Well, look here. We're going to take a little break, a little public We call a pause for the calls. I got to pay some of these bills. <laughs> That's what they say. So you're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Take a little break. Dial the number 646-716-5525. We're talking about Lansing Street um, and everything about it, you guys. So we'll be right back. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroots Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. 
For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. Hi, I'm Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. Thank you. If your credit starts with a 3, 4, 5, or 6, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. PJ Publishing Incorporated announces a new book release, The Entrepreneurial Woman. The World is Your Playground by Angela K. Chambers, MES. Available right now for pre-order at payhip.com slash B slash N B capital A capital C. The book release is set to hit June 1st, 2020. If you're ready to publish your book, visit us online at www.pnjpublishing.com. Unleash that book that's inside of you with P&J Publishing. Everybody's talking about you. Oh, uh, yeah. P&J Publishing here on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way every Monday and Wednesday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And like today, from 12 to 2 p.m., we're talking uh, about Lansing Street. The Lansing Street Project uh, was various uh people and elders in here gearing up this history so if you guys are not connected to this program right here you need to be go tell a family member tell a friend and you know we're going to take some phone calls too if you guys go ahead and and uh, call in the number is 646-716-5525 and we don't um want you to miss out just press the one button let me see where I got right here. Okay. All right. Miss Capitola. Yes, sir. You're back on the air right here. I'm back on yeah, the air. Yeah, we heard some of this information. Frank Swain, Howard Denny, you know, we've been talking about it. All right. Good. Mm-hmm. As I forestated, we are randomly reminiscing about Lanson. And, of course, I will probably mention some things that have been mentioned already. But uh, I will mention them in conjunction with 
things that I remember being on Lanson. Uh, as I looked up on Mr. Eaton's wall, I see a person that's very close to me. Mm. And that person's mom and dad had the purple cow mm-hmm. on Lanson. Mm-hmm. And I heard the gentleman talk about uh, the three bears and some of the grocery stores and what have you. First thing I want to say is many of the businesses during that day and time, and I think some of you will agree, they were established in people's living rooms Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. in some part of the house that Mm -hmm. was extended to Mm -hmm. become a grocery store or a cafe, or a little haberdashery, whatever people Mm -hmm. wanted to sell. And I think they had to have a a business license because Mm -hmm. Gene pulled up something from INCOG or some business place in Tulsa. And forgive me if I say Los Angeles. I do not mean Los Angeles. (laughs) (laughs) And inadvertently, I will revert back to Los Angeles. Because I lived there for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. But uh, in Tulsa, there was a map, a diagram of places on Lanson. And it was quite interesting that many of those places had colored, colored, colored. Oh, really? And that was mm-hmm. advertising. Mm-hmm. Colored folks had those businesses mm-hmm. in that day and time. Mm-hmm. I also want to mention that uh, the uh, the three bears, the purple cow, mm-hmm. and there was um, fish market and grocery store on three different corners right there at Lanson and King and King mm-hmm. Place. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a photo of my younger brothers and sisters in front of that fish market grocery store because things changed. One mm-hmm. one year it might be a grocery store, the next year, the next day it might be a fish market or whatever people felt would be profitable in that area. I do want to say that I met uh, Mr. F- Mr. Arthur and Miss Fidesz Graves of the Three Bears. Mm-hmm. And I met their sister, Gladys, and right now I can't remember Gladys's last name, but I remember meeting those people. I did get a chance to go to the Three Bears, but I had to go with people who were adults. <laughs> Couldn't go by myself. But the Three Bears was one of the nicer, mm-hmm. uh, shall mm-hmm. I say, nightclubs mm-hmm. in the Tulsa, North Tulsa area, Lansu area. And it was very well attended. Mm -hmm. And I want to go on to some others because I want to give other people a chance to have uh, something else that has come up in their mind. I want to also remember Perkins Upholstery Mm -hmm. that used to be at uh, Lanson and Marshall, I Mm -hmm. believe it was. Yeah. And I was told the story that Mr. Perkins didn't have or all of his front teeth were worn down because he used his teeth to pull the, neck, the nails 
and tax out of the upholstery. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, I know, I know that they were very, very good upholsters. Mm-hmm. Many people mm-hmm. took their upholstering to him. And there were even people who came from South Tulsa mm-hmm. that accommodated Perkins upholstery. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were also, and I'm, I, as I said, this is randomly, and I'm jumping around. I remember Bailey's Grocery Store that was on North Lanson. It was south of everything on Lanson. <laughs> and it was, I believe, where the jog is, was, and is today, mm-hmm. very near where the BMX yeah. is going to be. I don't know if anybody remembers that besides me. I remember mm-hmm. when it was the uh, paper plant. Paper plant. <laughs> that old building over there? Yeah, mm-hmm. that old building that they tore down. That was mm-hmm. the paper plant. You could go in there and sell. I forget how much it was. My mother got me to go sell it for her. let see, what, five cents or ten cents a pound or something like that. I always try to have pad it up, get a little uh, <laughs> liquid around in the middle, and pad it up a little. So. Mm, pad it up, huh? <laughs> Make it weigh a little, a little more. Bit more. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. I also remember there was another grocery store in that area, and for the life of me, I cannot remember the name of it, but there were two, as we called it, down on that end mm-hmm. of Lanson. And then, of course, uh, there was Carter's Grocery Store, mm-hmm. which took, I think, over Mr. Bailey's. Mm-hmm. And then as you continued north on Lanson, on that same side of the street, which would be the west side, mm-hmm. you would end up passing by the Purple Cow, which was uh, yeah. uh, owned and operated by the Woodards. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was the Metropolitan oh, Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, there was somebody who lived next door to that church who was a famous person. I don't know what they were famous for, so I'm just going to leave it at famous person. <laughs> but now if you're going to cross the street in that same area, um, there was Mr. Williams, Dr. Williams, who had the Williams Drugstore on Lanson. Mm-hmm. On Greenwood. On Greenwood. Thank you. Thank you for correcting me. Mm-hmm. On Greenwood. But he and his family lived on Lanson. Right. Yeah, right. Also, uh, there was Mr. Span. Mm-hmm. Span. Span, who owned... The pool hall. Yes. Yeah. Pool yes. hall. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when yeah. I mentioned people who had homes in that area, but businesses on Greenwood. Mm -hmm. Those are two of the people that come to my mind right away. Mm -hmm. And in talking to some of the other people who remembered places on Lanson, we came up with uh, Juanita's Hat Shop, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. Now, there were some Underlying rumors about Juanita's hat shop. Uh, but, oh, really? Know, well, like, was, like, what, 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 what were some shop. of the rumors? rumors. It was a hat shop. Uh, it was a hat shop. Uh, it was a hat shop in the front. We don't know what was in the back. Ah, okay. Okay. And also, I Frank bet. Swain, you know about that? Uh, yeah, because I used to, that was one of the places I had to pass by. I never, at the time, I never did know the name. 
doing my route and stuff. Okay. But but I would I, I would go by there frequently. Okay. And you right. see people come in and, and go out. Go out. Hat shop. I know what she's the talking hat about. Shop. Okay. All right. Yeah. See, my folks always tell me. You don't walk on that side of the street. You don't have no need to walk over there. You yeah. stay on this side, which would have been the west side. West of side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they would always tell you, don't go down here. Don't go down there. Exactly. Head direction, right? Exactly. That's, that's the same exactly. on Greenwood. When you go down there, you don't, yeah. go, you don't yeah. go on the west side of Greenwood, down yeah. in the blocks around Marshall and on up to Lavender. Well, they just said, don't go down on Greenwood and Archer. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They said. Yeah. Now I remember that. Well, yeah. see, but we don't talk about that. You yeah. know, we we make it so innocent. But hey, it was action going on down in Greenwood well, and Archer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Right down there. Yeah. Oh yeah. You had oh, all yeah. kinds of activity taking place. Mm-hmm. You know, and which Up, we don't never talk about. Up, right. Upstairs so. and both of the sides <laughs> of the street. <laughs> <laughs> both of the sides of the street. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> We still love it though. I've, yeah. I've been up there. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been up there. Huh? It, it was one of those places where even on Sunday morning, the owner would say, "Look at here, guys. Will y'all go home? I'll open up after church. Okay. Here's, okay. here's the thing. Church shut down at one. He opened up at two. <laughs> An hour later. Huh? Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In the back of those pool holes. Yeah. I, I didn't go back there, but I heard they did a lot of gambling. Back oh yeah. There. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but those were the throwing days. the dice oh, dice yeah. games and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That type of gambling. Yeah. yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, as long as we are at uh, Archer and Greenwood, uh we'll talk about the small hotel. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was right there. I That's heard about where that. I spent my honeymoon it's one night. <laughs> no <way. laughs> First oh, really? time I'd ever spent a night in a hotel. <laughs> it was real scary to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it really? Scary to you? To me, it was. Uh To me, it Uh was. I didn't know any better. You didn't know any better? I didn't know any better. Okay. But you know, Bob, that was where all of the black souls of entertainment ended up. Right. In a small hotel. Small hotel. Uh I heard about it. You're talking about a three story hotel, and you had an alley on this side. If you wanted to get over, come down at alley, go down and hit uh, Cameron, and turn left, you're right on Greenwood again. Right. So it's. uh, I'll never forget my uncle came in one night from St. Louis. He had this brand-new Chevrolet. He worked for General Motors. And the Spinner Cafe was across the alley. You can probably remember that. I remember it. Okay, so what happened was this big guy came out smoking his big cigar, and they had a tall fence there. Well, the fence was open, and you could see the back end of his car there. So I'll show you in a minute why. He came out, and he looked at my uncle's text. Oh, you're from Missouri, huh? Yeah, he said, well, everybody says, St. Louis, you know so-and-so up in St. Louis? My uncle says, oh, yeah, I know where I go by his place once in a while. Well, that got my uncle there. So he said, well, now, listen, any time before you leave, you want something, you come by here at this place, come by the spinner and mm-hmm. tell them who you are. And then, yeah. yeah, okay, I get you. Yeah. Oh, it was activity going on night I and know day, it was. night and day. Oh. This is Greenwood was a street never slept. Yeah. <laughs> And don't go across the street from the, from the small hotel. That's what called a rat nest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, now what was the rat nest? Eight <laughs> nest is where it was. Uh, that's that's a two story building there. Yeah, they uh, had, had wooden flats and everything. You walk up and down this, uh, you walk out the front there and see what's happening on the streets down there. But, oh, you could see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but there's a lot of activity going on. Yeah, you, you had about three different of those flats there. Mm-hmm. All brick now, all made of brick, but the 
wood stairs up there. And then, two, if you wanted to go out and come on, hit the tracks, and come on the other side of Greenwood, you walk down the far end on the upstairs and then came down that walkway down to the back that led you right to the tracks. Well, the tracks would lead you right back over to where Greenwood stopped. <laughs> right. All right. I got you. Little sneak ways. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. They had all kind of little, just, yeah. let's see, walkways. Walkways. A way in and out. <laughs> Without being seen. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's where Greenwood, where Lansing winds around into yeah. Greenwood. Uh-huh. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. Wow. Yeah. That was, it was very enterprising down there. I tell a lot of people, I said, in a lot of ways, I liked Oklahoma better when everything was illegal and everybody <laughs> enjoyed it. <laughs> they had a lot of people doing, like, policy wheels oh, and stuff, oh, right? Yeah, now, the mm. policy wheels. I used to go, why, go get that, tell Mr. So-and-so, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We had one that, that was uh, going all over town, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. You had yeah. the big house and the little house. The little house was two digits. The big house was three digits. One guy asked his grandma, Grandma, what'd you bet on the other day? She said, Honey, I bet on him 369. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. 369. 369. <laughs> mm, yeah, I used to hear about that policy. Yeah. Policy wheels and stuff like that. That was a big deal. And that was during the time when you had uh, the milkman, didn't you? Yeah. You, yeah. yeah, the milkman was milkman. delivering and dropping off. Yeah, yeah. The watermelon man. Oh, and, man. A lot you of know, going down the street. Yeah, a lot of going down the street. Mm hmm. You know, yeah. And the ice man. Ice, ice man. Ice, yeah. ice man. Yeah, and right. The, and the cold delivery man. Yeah. If you live out there where I live in Tecumseh, where you had cold stoves until you got gas. Got cold. Put the cold, cold in there. In there. Oh, yeah. 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 And see, Brother Bobby, right across the street here, this is where one of the big ice men was. Rigsby. Yeah, Rigsby. Rigsby, right there. Right, ice I man. I still, somewhere at the house, have that old cart, 25, 50, 75, 100 pounds. Do you? Right. Yeah, on, on four sides of it. It shows what, how much you wanted. If you uh-huh. wanted 25 pounds, you set it up right this way. Uh-huh. <laughs> Y'all remember him? Because I, I would run over there. And he would get that shaved ice. Yeah, shaved ice. Give us some of uh, We yeah. eat it. And he sold some sodas, too. Yeah. 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 Candy and sodas. Sodas, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, right there. Like I, I remember. They, they were very enterprising people here. Mm-hmm. You did what you had to do to survive. And not only that, you learned how to do it over a period of time. Mm-hmm. So that's what made it work. A period of time. Yeah. yeah. Well, the main thing is that uh, North Tulsa survived on mm-hmm. the ability of uh, yeah. all these craftsmen to do what they mm-hmm. do. My my aunt was, I mean, my uh, cousin was a beautician, not a beautician, but a seamstress. Mm-hmm. She had a shop on time there, just uh, west of uh, People's Drugstore, and Beatrice Williams' dress shop. Mm-hmm. And she was a seamstress, and she stayed there until uh, later on she moved out on Young and uh, Madison Lansing, and then they had a, a duplex there, and they had a grocery store on one side of it, and she had a seamstress store on the other side where she lived. Mm-hmm. And I used to go out there and hang with my cousin, we at buddies, so to say. He would mm-hmm. let me ride around with him in his little truck, and once I fell out of the side of it, and he fell, <laughs> he had me to, don't tell your mom and daddy, they you ride with me. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, those were the good old days, and you have a garden out there, and you raise Irish potatoes and all kinds of stuff in the garden. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, that was right at the end of the, the, the park there, Lincoln Park. Lincoln park yeah. yeah, Lincoln Park. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, which used to be Berry's Park. Berry's right. Park. Uh-huh. Well, it was Berry's then. But it was Berry's then. Yeah. Because yeah. we used to go down to Berry's and swim in the swimming pool all mm-hmm. the time yeah. in the summer. Ah. 
But see, Bob Barry, he mentioned Barry. Barry was the one that Mr. started Barry. the bus system. The park was named oh, after yeah. him, Mr. Barry. Mm-hmm. He had apartment houses here and stuff. And he started the bus company mm-hmm. in Tulsa. Right. He was the one that started. He did, took some Model A's and extended them out, made long jitneys out of them. Mm-hmm. Because black folks worked for a lot of the white folks. The city of Tulsa back then ended about like 15th to 21st Street. That was far as it went. Yeah, right. yeah, and you had to find a way to get out. To now, what year are we talking about? We're talking about before the riot and okay. all of that. Before the massacre it, took yeah. place. Yeah, he had mm-hmm. that, and he was forced out of business on that show, which my mother's cousin could give you a good rundown because she watched the, the trial and everything. He was he got put in for a year and a day of supposedly bootlegging. Now here's a man that has three business apartment house. So why would he bootleg when he didn't have to? So what happened was. He finally sold the bus company out to them, but he stipulated, you will have 50% black drivers, mm-hmm. you know, or else I yes. won't sell. Yes. So that's, that's the way. And he got his money and took off of Chicago. Here a few years back, I don't even make remember this, but they had a, a deal in, in his favor down at this cultural center on Greenwood. Okay. And it told Trace the time when he was in office, you mm-hmm. know, here on up until when they left. Mm-hmm. They had that's 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 another thing that that's a good needs history, to good yeah, history that's to know. History, that's, right. Yeah, that's history. That's, that's, that's history. That's good history. history. If you rode the Greenwood and Lansing buses, there always a black driver. Yeah, always, always. Uh-huh. Never a white driver on on either one of those lines. And those guys could get you there now, on time. Now, too. now Thursday was like Maid's Day, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. On that's, Thursday. That's yeah. when the maids come on yeah. from the yeah. south side. Over south side. Here. Yeah. And Greenwood was mm-hmm. uh, their hangout. They were, they right. And they, and they say every Friday marching band would come down there. When they had a big band, well, and stuff. yeah, I was in the band. He was in the band and marching down, down there. Oh yeah, yeah. You know when yeah. Booger T was a pillar of the community. Yeah, oh yeah. I was yeah. in a few of those myself. Yeah, yeah. 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 We marched up and down. We were there, and we go over around to Lansing. Go around to Lansing. Uh, mm-hmm. we come, and then come back by Carver, and we yeah. end up at Carver after yeah. leaving yeah. Booker T, and then. Go down Greenwood and go around the Lansing and come on back around and mm-hmm. and you know we didn't realize how far we were marching or walking. That was a long walk. That was a long walk. You come out Furia, go all the way down, turn off here and come down Pine, long come walk, down huh? Lansing, or yeah, go over the track long walk, huh? and hook around the Greenwood and Archer, mm-hmm. and we didn't stop again until we got over to Carver and and, and the stadium. Mm-hmm. That's when it stopped. It and ended at the stadium. It ended right. at the stadium. We didn't think anything about it. Mm-hmm. We thought. Thought that was normal. Right. <laughs> we wanted to be seen. Yeah, we wanted to be yeah, seen. Now but... people can't walk around the block. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Not even the kids. The kids now have to have a car, or oh, they have yeah. to have oh, somebody to drive them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm guilty of that. I got my daughter wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another reason that the uh, Ellis Walker Woods Memorial was uh, erected mm-hmm. because. We felt that that story needed to have been told sure. also. And there are so many people who are, I'll say, memorialized on that memorial that were responsible for some of these businesses mm-hmm. that we're talking about here today. Mm-hmm. So many of those people were responsible for Booker T being what Booker T is today. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot of history that we really need to be mindful of. We really need to be more aggressive in keeping the story yeah, alive. Yeah, keeping the story alive. And, you yeah. know, we I'm, I'm at a point to where I think a lot of soldiers 
are never mentioned. Oh, no. Exactly. You know, we never memorialize like the Alfonso Williams and Alani Williams. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. those guys like that, uh, my grandfather Richard and other Thompson, people, Richard Prince. Thompson, Prentice, yes. mm-hmm. they don't never get any type mm-hmm. of recognition for all of the economic development and right. things they did and the jo- jobs they gave exactly. for our community. Right. Yeah. Some of them are really left out. Mm-hmm. It's just sometimes mm-hmm. I see the high echelon of people, mm-hmm. you know, they get all the accolades and all everything done for them. But we got some soldiers, yeah. I mean, some frontline soldiers that were in the trenches doing things mm-hmm. back in the day. I remember like how some of, even some of the, the more radical guys like Homer Johnson mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. my daddy and mm-hmm. uh, some of the other ones, mm-hmm. they never get any type of yeah. recognition yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Then These I, guys I'm, were pillars of the community. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They never get any recognition. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm sitting here thinking while you're talking that there needs to be a movement to recognize these unsung yeah, heroes. Unsung, unsung yeah. heroes. And, and mm-hmm. you know, if somebody doesn't take the bull by the horn, if I can use that expression, <laughs> and start out with number one and keep adding to it. Yeah, I think I'm yeah. going to kind of work up a committee to to embrace these fall these soldiers that mm-hmm. people just don't know about. Yeah. I re, you know, I was talking and me and my dad and some other people were talking and talking about the Thomas J. Clarks and the Curtis Lawson and yeah. all of these other uh Harold Anderson mm-hmm. and all of these people who really contribute a whole lot yeah. that yeah. we just don't know nothing about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You we mentioned just don't Harold know. Anderson. Harold he, Anderson. Yeah. He also not only did he keep the the theater uh, Peoria Theater going, but he also had shows out there. And Don, I know he was on some of those shows, live shows that they had in between the movies. Right, that kept this thing yeah. going, and that helped get some people. Yeah, me and his daughter, me and his daughter uh, talked about it all the time. She's mm-hmm. got a whole lot of memorabilia mm-hmm. and some of his reels, and because he was yeah. into photography and all that. So, I mean, it's so much history. That's been out there. Didn't he build those uh, yeah. apartment companies out there? Right on, there on Martin Luther King. 36th Street North in and Martin Luther King. Those were his. Right. Mm-hmm. He put them all there. And they're a real nice unit. Yeah, they are. My, mm-hmm. mom, my mom lived up there until uh-huh. she passed. I know. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. she was right up in there. My, mm-hmm. my lady yeah. friend lives out there now, and mm-hmm. she and Ruby were very good friends. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Mama was right up in there. She was in the mix of that whole thing up there for years. I used to see her. You know, Baba, yeah. Yeah. I remember when your mom was long to see Johnny and me when we were still down here on Lansing. Mm-hmm. Reverend and Mrs. Roberts were teachers, mm-hmm. and they moved up here from Georgia. And I asked Reverend why. He said, uh, they wanted me to go to Muskogee or, or somewhere. I said, I told them, Muskogee's gone as far as it can go. He says, you've got more chance to grow in Tulsa. 1949, he ended up here in Tulsa. Oh, Reverend Roberts? Reverend Roberts. Oh, really? Yeah, he came Didn't from Didn't know Georgia. that story. He was a principal of the junior high. His Miss Roberts was a principal of a grade school. Mm-hmm. And they were very good about figuring out and providing and producing programs for the younger generations uh, of that era. Oh, and wow. At, and at the, one of the times that they took us all the way to a, a meeting in Washington, D.C., at the AME Church Conference up there, they took us on that meeting up there and had us show us around as to how the opposition in the church worked so we would know what to do and how to run the church when we came back mm-hmm. here. And that was, I thought that was very iconic. Of oh, them. man. Those it's, iconic men, those yeah. B.S. Roberts, Ben Hill, ben Hill. Reverend Webb, all of these The P.V. Brothers. P.V. Brothers, all <laughs> in the community. I mean, I was a little guy. Yeah. And I used to see all Reverend Chappelle and all uh-huh. of them, and I was like, wow, man, they would be congregating. 
and strategically planning stuff for right. community development mm-hmm. and helping each other. Right. I remember sister girl be walking up the street and you know, you remember yeah, right. The Reed from the Reed family <laughs> the and Reed stuff. Family. See, oh, yeah. I remember a lot of that. Right yeah. down around the corner here. Yeah, those are all, all of my paper customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dan Alexander and them had a little store down there and the McPherson's on yeah, down the there. Sure you did. know, sure and did. that was all a part of our community mm-hmm. history. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and like I was at all of them. I was ripping around, you Bobby Bobby's son, huh? You better not act up. You oh, know what I mean? So I get it, you know. So you, but, you, uh, you reminded me of something when you said not act up. In my neighborhood there at Madison and Reading ran right into our driveway. Mm-hmm. So, but Mrs. Williams and her husband, they lived just a block away from us on uh, Queen Place. She had a beauty shop. Well, Mr. Williams was a, shall we say, a purveyor of chance. That was his uh, operation, his modus operandi. <laughs> So one day he came by the house one morning. I was just getting ready to go to work. Mother says, Cam, drove me a line here so I can put this, this one edge of flowers on. I said, okay. I said, no, I don't want to be late for work now. She said, okay, just make this one line for me. So Mr. Williams came up. He says, good morning, Sister Swain. How are you doing? So I'm fine. Now, Mr. Swain, I won't say that was your son I saw at a certain establishment. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were cutting up. Yeah, huh? he said, but. He looked a lot like your son. <laughs> Mommy, it wasn't me. I was over to Russell's house. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. I want to chime in here and yeah. ask if anybody remembers our first and possibly our only black motorcycle police officer. Earl. No, Earl. no. The Who one was before that? Here, Barry. Barry. The only one that I remember is Earl White. Earl yeah, White. This one, Barry Earl was White, before huh? him. I'll tell you why. He was a neighbor of mine. He lived, I'm on Madison. He lived on Norfolk. Our fences ran together. He said he became one out of desperation. 1934, he said, I had a new baby coming along. Oh, a motorcycle? Yeah. He said, I was the first motorcycle cop that hit I said, I had a new baby coming along, and I took whatever I could grab. (laughs) And that's how he got to be that. Yeah. Yeah, he told me that. Old Barry, he ended up being a a detective before Mm. he retired. But he said that's the way he started. Also, I'll mention a few others that I remember, and then I'll allow somebody else to mm-hmm. mention some. I'm thinking of Cliff Cleaners, and at one time, Cliff somebody Warden. said that it was at Archer and Greenwood. No, no. Cliff mm-hmm. was out around Marshall, uh, yeah. uh, north of Marshall on, on Greenwood. Greenwood. Yeah. Okay, then scratch that. <laughs> there was a Cleaners by the... No, it was the Cleaners, but it was further, somebody. further north. Yeah, it was I further see. north. But there was a cleaner that was at cleaners Archer there. and Greenwood. Though, yeah, there wasn't was a cleaner. I'm trying to remember. I almost called it just then. Okay. Because uh, it ran, I remember, it ran three doors off and it ran straight back on Greenwood. Okay. So I, what I remember, I can't almost oh, call it. Oh, okay. Caver's cleaner. Caver's. That's Caver's. Caver's cleaner. Okay. Yeah, Caver's was a member of our church down in Vernon. Yeah. Wrong mm-hmm. C. You were burning, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was also Mabry's Garage, Garage in that yeah. area. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mabry's Garage. And as we go back to Lansing, I remember that there was a Richardson's repair yeah. shop. Repair shop, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one time, we had a house, and I think that house was next door mm-hmm. to uh, Richardson's mm-hmm. repair shop. Sure was. Uh, urban removal came mm-hmm. along and took the house, mm-hmm. but you know, it took all over Greenwood and uh, and Lansing. Yes, yeah. yes. anything where there was commerce, and I have to believe pine. that was a design oh, thing. It was a design thing. Yes, yes. Uh, 
all Greenwood north of my church mm-hmm. was taken out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shaw's Cafe and Barbershop was in that area of Pine and Lanson. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there were others that were there, which I will allow other people to mention. But uh, <laughs> Tell me, you know, um, well, Latimer's Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Was right there fine, on fine. Greenwood. It ran, fine, fine. Greenwood right ran into straight it. into it, straight right. into it. And mm-hmm. they kind of had some success with barbecue sauce at one time, didn't they? They did. Oh, yeah. They mm-hmm. did. Uh, uh, what was his name? Major. Major. Major kept the barbecue sauce going. Yeah, yeah. kept the sauce going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'll tell you something happened to me. 1955. I was on my way to Washington D.C. as a teenager, and a guy pulled up behind us. We'd just gotten into Dayton, Ohio. He pulled up and honked beside me, and we were looking and said, "You know what's with him? Because this is white guy." He said, I just left Latimer's Barbecue in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I noticed your number two license tag, so I knew you were from Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 number reading your license plate. Yep. <laughs> he read the plate. Yeah. They come to Latimer's and they, they had a white section and a black section yeah. in, in our own black. In our own, yeah. In, but oh, again, oh, in the in the Latimer's? Oh, yeah, yeah. in the barbecue. Black home, but white, it had a white section white and a black section. Black section. Uh-huh. White, wow. White on the east side and, and black, black on the west side. I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, it, I knew that. I was a victim of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's what it was, huh? Oh, yeah. The Tiptons tip, also tip, tip, have tip, uh, two sides right. for the black and the white yeah. barbecue place. Yeah, was that? They were partial to barbecue. Uh, they yeah, always yeah. have been. Huh? Yeah, there was a pan in Peoria. Uh, right. Tipton, uh, yeah. You know, you mentioned that. That was my first job in Tulsa. Tipton's okay. Barbecue. What I did, I helped him go out. He had this big, huge spit outside uh, covered with tin on top and a big burn. I think it was as big as this room. And I'd have to go out there and help him bring in dish pans for barbecue and set them back on the chopping block. All the day. Then I'd have to go out there and sweep out that long barbecue place. Mm. <laughs> but that was my first job. 50 cents a day. That's that? big money to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, yeah, and he had, it tickled me. She mentioned that. He had the small side for us. You had to go to the window and give your order. And he had the big side for, for the white folks. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had this old jukebox. I heard a lot of Bob Wills on that old oh, box. Did you have country and western. Yeah, huh? yeah, they had that yeah. over there for them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And it, mm-hmm. But it was... It, mm-hmm. But at Lanson, there was, I, I just look at some of these things here. I said, mm-hmm. my God, all of this is gone. Now, at one time, later on, but they had a small newspaper there. Uh, what was the guy's name? He later left and moved to Arizona. But there was another small black newspaper down there on Lansing, right behind the drugstore. Mm-hmm. And he later moved to Arizona. But, uh, you know. What uh, drugstore? What drugstore? Uh, People's, People's Drugstore, drug who oh, later became Latimer's. It was there? Yeah. It was right on the corner. Oh, yeah, I get busy getting some of this stuff. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. right on the corner. Mm-hmm. 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 Now, yeah. let me uh, do some mention of some of the doctors and everything we had up and down there. Uh, Dr. Sewell, mm-hmm. they were on Peoria and Queen, mm-hmm. and then Dr. Adolph Williams, mm-hmm. uh, and then Dr. Charles Lewis, the dentist, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Lewis Harris uh, was a physician, Dr. Palm was one of my doctors. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to school with his daughter. Yeah, and then again, uh, further out, uh, there was uh, uh, on a different area, uh, one of our other after-hour places, mm-hmm. George, George Monroe. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. George Monroe had a 
place called the Pink House. Pink House. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it, it was in there, and it's, of course, they had little rooms in the back that you can, uh, as you make your deals, you can go out there and rent a room for a couple of hours and that's this kind of thing. Yeah. And then uh, there's Stupperfield uh, was one of our, our builders. And then Bulware's grocery store. They were Bulware's, Bulware's, yeah. Bulware mm-hmm. off of Pan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie Madison had a shoe shop, of yep. course, there on Pan. And and uh, John Cleveland, of course, the electrician. And, yeah. Mr. Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. Mrs. Hopkins, the midwife. Matter of fact, she uh, birthed my baby sisters and brothers, uh, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last two or three, I think, were born mm-hmm. under her. Uh Frank Haynes, musician, he lived right on a similar place there, right behind me there. He's a musician. He played tennis saxophone, and he was real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Miller, uh, one of the uh, contractors Contract, I was telling you about, yeah. he's, a, he's a Tuskegee man, and he he's the one that built uh, a Saint, I mean, a Paradise Baptist Church. and uh, yeah, St. John, too. St. John, right. Mm-hmm. And, That's and, my church. Uh, yeah, and, and mm-hmm. another one of them, um, uh, Virgin and Lansing there. Mm-hmm. He built that little church. Uh, Clarence Love, musician. Uh, he and my dad played a lot of gigs together. Yeah. Uh, Long run. Ernie Fields Jr. Ernie uh, Senior. Uh, yeah, Ernie mm-hmm. had his own band and everything. I played with him, too. Mm-hmm. Ernie, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Clarence, Clarence had uh, uh, Clarence Love. A, a, lady, a lady, a lady group. Uh, yeah. And he had Darlings a, of Rhythm. Darlings of Rhythm. Right? <laughs> yeah. Of course, uh, Mr. Salt was a bus driver. He yeah. was in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Hunter, uh, uh, Red Herbert, Red uh, Herbert's mom. mom Red uh, Herbert is mom. And I, I know. And I was going to point, was point, point oh, that direction. Uncle Red Herbert. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I was the back fence to his mom. Where are you? Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I love me some Uncle Herbert, boy. Hey, he was, he was the man. Yeah. He's one of my classmates, and I tell you what, he was good. He, he played football. He played football. And yeah. He was fast, nice, and red. How you run so fast? I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I heard a lot of them stories. Oh yeah. Yeah. He played, he played good basketball too. Yeah. Basketball and yeah. and football. track. Football. Yeah. Football. Red, it was good and. Of course, the Schaefers, uh, the Schaefers uh, did plowing uh, and they uh, plowed gardens and everything. Mm-hmm. Whenever we had cornfields across the street from where I lived, and mm-hmm. some of them on uh, Norfolk down the street here. Yeah, right, Schaefers. Yeah, oh, yeah. He would plow up the garden mm-hmm. across from where I where I was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't forget Dr. Deal. Oh, oh, Dr. Yeah. Deal. He's coming uh, right over here. Oh, I remember yeah. Dr. Deal. <laughs> dentist, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was a good dentist. Now, Dr. Mm-hmm. Sewell wasn't that good. I tried mm-hmm. them both. And I can tell you. Dr. Sewell was my dentist there for a while. And I had a crown put on one of my teeth in front there. And he did that for me. Mm-hmm. And that was about $18 back then with a gold crown. Oh, mm-hmm. man. And that's all of us kids one of them gold crowns and everything. And <laughs> break a tooth, get a gold gold crown. Yeah, mm-hmm. get a gold crown on it. You know? <laughs> and then down on page page auto repair down there on airport. Yeah, and, page. Okay, now across the street from here was when my grandfather had a key shop, mm-hmm. a key shop and fix it shop. And mm-hmm. he, he sharpened the lawnmower, sharpened mm-hmm. the saw, mm-hmm. and made keys. And I learned to make keys from him. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't working with him until he passed mm-hmm. in about 1944. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Mr. Rice Resale. I don't know who I remember that, but I remember you used to go there, get shoes, and just your fit, just your fit. Whatever you put on, it was just your fit. 
Yeah, we got used clothes there, and that's got to do with depression. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, it's out there on Tecumseh and the railroad tracks. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Right. And don't miss Parker's Beanery. Parker. Oh, yeah, you go get uh, 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 Chili Mac there in a, a day-old cinnamon roll, and it was good. Mm-hmm. I know it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I went there many a time. Yeah. These, these were the days when I was a carver. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, look here. We're going to take a little break. Pause, okay. what they call a pause for the calls. Okay. You guys on the Bobby Eaton show, all you got to do is dial a number. We're still waiting on a phone call. Maybe people just listening or something. They're trying to get all this in. 646-716-5525. And don't forget to press that one button. We're going to be right back. So stick around. What's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson. And you listen to K-Bob 89.9 FM. Bobby Eaton Show. Only you Hi, this is David Pitcom from the group Surface. And when I'm in Tulsa, I listen to KBOB 89.9 FM, where old school is the right class to be. Hello, Tulsa. This is Janetta Toll with Sunday Dinner and More by Janet, your weekend soul spot. Every Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. We're located 531 East Apache in the historic Apache Circle Center. Of course, during these times, it's carry-out only, but you can call 918-951-5143. That's Sunday Dinner and More by Janet. Hey y'all, this is Greg Robinson running for mayor of Tulsa. I'm glad to be at KBOB 89.9. Y'all make sure to support Black Radio and make sure to support the community by going out, registering to vote, and voting on August 25th. Visit Greg Robinson for Tulsa.com. Appreciate y'all. Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. Thank you. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroot Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. If your credit starts with a three, five, or six, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? 
You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates. Along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. Dawn Tree here, CEO of Underground Tree Studios, your one-stop shop for graphics, web design, and art. You can find us online at www.utreep.com. That's the letter U, T-R-E-E-P.com. As well as finding us on Facebook, Underground Tree Studios, Instagram as Underground Tree. And you can also find artist Dawn Tree online as Artista Dawn Tree. And you can also kick it old school and give us a call at 202 202- 910-4409. Don't hesitate to call us. All it takes is a 10-minute consultation. We can have you hooked up. Peace. All right, yeah, we're back here on the Bobby E. Show, where we tell our stories our way with the Ramsey Street Project. Some of our elders right there. Yeah, and um, we're back. We're back. All right. Joining us, our farmer. Yes, sir. How are we doing? Turn that mic sideways right there. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Okay, I want to, I want to have y'all a phone. What the, what the, yeah. I, I want to give a shout out to a person that's up to school. I discovered growing up. Who is that? That's Mr. Robert Fairchild. Oh, he ran yeah. the he ran the teenage club. Yeah, and uh, he left Tulsa finally. He moved to California. Uh huh. And they had a, a a big party for him before he passed. And I'm just lucky enough to have the DVD of that party. Oh, but, you got it? Oh yeah, I have it. Mm-hmm. But uh, he is one of the people that kept us teenagers in line. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate it. Mr. Fairchild. Mr. Fairchild. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 His son came out and did some other stuff, I think. Uh, yeah, Junior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a promoter and stuff like that. Right, and, right. And uh, something else. You know, mm-hmm. oh, man, we even lost so many people. Oh, yeah. That's true. We had so many soldiers and, yeah. you know, sisters and brothers who who just really made a way for us, yeah. you know, here in um, Tulsa, Oklahoma, North Tulsa especially. Yeah. You know, I had went away for so many years, man. I've been away from Tulsa more than I've actually lived in Tulsa. And um, when I, upon my return here, I realized how things were just knocked down and empty fields and, you know, no houses. And I'm saying, wow, economic development had went downhill. And I've seen a wave of uh, gentrification taking place with the big McDonald's and all of the quick trips and st- stores coming in, sucking up the community income, not giving anything back to the community. And I saw all of this stuff going on and I'm saying, man, this is, this is, this is not good coming up in an era as a child, 70s, 
seeing all this stuff like Lansing and Greenwood and Black Wall Street and everybody getting together, working together, you know, as one. You know, you had a piece of pie, you shared with me and I would share with you. Yeah. Yeah. But Lansing was such a thriving street and I call it the forgotten street, you know. I that that's really what I call it because no one never talks about it. Yeah. You don't hear about it on the news, you don't hear about it on T V. But you know, everybody focuses on Greenwood, which is a good thing. Because we know Greenwood was uh that massacre right there, but it it affected Lansing as well. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it affected all of that. Yeah. I Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's that's what it affected, you know, a whole lot of that. So you guys got more information? I know you do. Well, I'm going to go ahead and name. I gave you a list of of mm-hmm. the businesses that we have gathered so far, and this is 67, 67 businesses on Lansing. At one sixty-seven time. businesses. Yeah, one of those lists. yeah, I got it right here in front of me. Sixty-seven at one time or another. Mm-hmm. And I'm, from what I'm hearing today, there were <laughs> others still that you didn't even know about. That huh? I didn't even know about. So, uh, what do you think was maybe the first couple of real good thriving businesses that were really down you there? Know, can you can that, you really say, "Ooh, now they were like top notch," and they, everybody was. Going to them, can you, do you remember anybody Man like that? Man Brothers and Gibbs. Yes. Man yes. Brothers, I hear yes. that in Gibbs. Yeah, those Gibbs are the ones I hear about. Yeah, tell us a little bit about Man Brothers and Gibbs. Can anybody uh, who went there, can any of you guys went there, can tell us anything about it? Well, I can remember that they had. It seemed to me like the biggest meat count in the world. Man Brothers. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. because uh, you know you just didn't see. Big meat counters in, uh, in colored folks area, and <laughs> as they called it back in those as days, they colored folks. It, yes, uh-huh. yes. And the places I remembered was always so very neat, clean, and inviting. Mm-hmm. And the the meat was fresh. Mm-hmm. You didn't get the leftover meat. You had you got good fresh, meat, huh? Exactly. With fresh meat. Yes, yes. Black butchers. Yes, Black butchers. yes. Working yes. hard, huh? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it was mainly the man family that uh, operated that yeah. business. Mm-hmm. That's the, the one few things that I remember. Always crowded on Saturdays. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's the. Mm-hmm. What about Gibbs? Gibbs was very well attended also, patronized, I guess is the word. Um, again, I think that that was a family owned and operated business, more or less. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the Gibbs men ventured out into the, I'm going to say jukebox business, since I don't know anything different. But yeah. I think he supplied the uh, updated or upgraded the jukeboxes in the area. Mm-hmm. But so far as the poetry market was concerned, it too, very clean and very well uh, attended. And people went there to get their meat, and I'm going to get their poetry, excuse me, and I'm going to let other people talk about what they remember. Don, you was you down there, right? Right. And uh, I was just going to say, one of the guilds ventured off into the hardware business. Mm -hmm. And uh, Cornell Hatch and myself, we were also in the contracting business, 
and we bought out the Gibbs Hardware Store. Mm-hmm. And during that time, we were the largest black-owned hardware store in the state of Oklahoma, like wow. in the 60s. Mm-hmm. But uh, Gibbs had several businesses going at that time. And uh, we was able to buy out, through a small business loan, uh, buy out the hardware business at Pine Place in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Didn't know that. I didn't know it either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and name these businesses. Um, like I said, it's 67 businesses that were on Lansing. I've got Adams Grocery. I've got it at 1240 North Lansing, Bailey's Grocery. Now, two people told me about a bakery being on the east side of Lansing near Oklahoma Street. And they didn't know the man's name or who owned it. But they said there was a bakery there. Then we have John's Underground Beer Joint on the east side of Lansing near City Service. <laughs> Underground Beer Joint. Is that what, was that like a club or something? Is that what was one of those places? I, I, I think that uh, Mr. Uh, Denick might can tell us more about that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah right, 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 right. But anyway, can, let me go ahead. If you can get on one of these microphones, we can hear maybe some of that. Uh, story, but, you know. Then there was a Betty Edwards Beauty Shop. Okay. A Brewer's Sundry. And and uh, Miss Dunn has a picture of that. Uh, of that. You can see the, the, the name of the... Uh, the business in the background of her, one of our pictures. Mm-hmm. Browning's General Drugstore, Mrs. Andrew Browning, pharmacist. So she was a lady pharmacist. 1100 block on North Lansing. You got a little of everything, huh? Mm-hmm. Carter's Grocery and Laundry. I, I just heard about that not long ago. I heard about Carl's, Carter's Grocery, but not laundry. And of course, the, the Hicks, the Hickses had the Dairy Delight. It was across from Grand um, Man Brothers. Um, it was on. Was it on Oklahoma, uh, Donald? I, I I don't remember being on Oklahoma. Was it on Lansing? Was it on Lansing? Did it face Lansing? That's what I'm asking you. Or did it face Oklahoma? But it was right across from Man Brothers, on the west side of the street where the Hicks lived. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, the Hicks lived right next to on on, on the north side of uh, Man Brothers. Yes, yeah. but but was the Dairy Delight, their dairy place, was it there? You think it was? Okay. You're not sure. You're Donald's not sure. I'm not. Okay. Where was I? There was a Dean's Beauty Shop. And, of course, the city service station has been mentioned. It was on the corner of Lansing and Pine. Dress shop owned by Helen Parker and Cleo Rogers. Dr. Walls. I don't know if Dr. Walls, he was a county physician, but did he have his office there, or did he he, he had his office there, or just his home? Just okay. Now we mentioned the Emerson Hotel and apartments. And it seems like there were a lot of businesses in there. Uh, subsequent to uh, him building that, Fillmore's Hamburgers. Now, Flanard's Grocery. Someone told me about Flanard's. I don't know where it was. Also, let's see, where am I? The Gary Apartments in the, I think they were in the 1300 block on Lansing. We mentioned Gibbs Fish and Poultry. Mm-hmm. It was 1348. Um, 
North Lansing. Greer's Shoe Shop. Now, this was according to what I what I know. Greer's Shoe Shop was not on Lansing, but just around the corner on the east southeast side of Lansing, next to Thompson's Barber Shop. At one time. Okay, we've got a hamburger place on the west side of Lansing at Past Dean's Beauty Shop. We've got a hamburger place on Haskell off Lansing. We have Harris Accounting that was at 1446 North Lansing. We have Hearn Temple Kajic, 1202 North Lansing. Holsey Chapel C&E, 1327 North Lansing. Howell's Grocery, 1215 North Lansing. Uh, and I was also told there was a house joint next to Lorenzo, Lorenzo's joint on the east side of Lansing near Oklahoma Street. The Iron Pipe Store, Juanita's Hat Shop, I think we kind of talked about that. Uh, Jones Drug Store was 1450 North Lansing. There was a Johnson's Hardware I was told right past, somewhere right past the Jones Drug Store uh, on the west side of the street. We have Kyle's Grocery. We have Lorenzo's Bar on the east side of Lansing near Oklahoma. We have Mabel Stokes Beauty Shop, Mac Pope Auto Repair. I've got 1343 North Lansing. Man Brothers Grocery was 1352 North Lansing. I have a Maxwell, Maxwell's Rug Cleaning. And Maxwell's laundromat. One was uh, Maxwell's rug cleaning was the east east side of Lansing near Haskell, and the laundromat was on the west side near Haskell. We have the Metropolitan Baptist Church at 1044 North Lansing, the Mount Rose Baptist Church at 1312 North Lansing, a nightclub on the back side of Thompson's Pool Hall. I think Frank Swain mentioned something about that. People's Drug Store was at the same place where Jones Drugstore ended up. People, uh, the Latimers owned, Mr. Latimer owned People's Drugstore. And then he moved out from there on, back out on P- Apache, was it, in Peoria? On Peoria, north of uh, North of Apache, Apache, on Peoria, north of Apache. And then Mr. Jones, it became Jones Drugstore. Yeah. Um, Ms. Dunn mentioned Perkins Upholstery. There was Randall's Shoe Shop. There was Reed's Grocery. Now I need to get some, do some research on that. But someone told me about a Reed's Grocery on Lansing. There was a rehearsal hall, Richardson Service Station and Repair, northeast corner of Marshall, and at 1203 North Lansing. There was a Scott's Grocery. There was a Shaw's Beauty Shop. 1432 North Lansing, Shaw's Cafe, 1432. There was a beauty shop in the Shaw's building, 1432 North Lansing. There was a slusher's glass shop, Smith's Cafe and Drive-In at 1427 North Lansing, St. John AME, 1423 North Lansing, Standard Cleaners and Tailors, 1440 North Lansing, the Look Beauty Shop, the Regal Theater and Skating Rink, 
it was a theater first, as I remember, and then it became a skating mm-hmm. rink. 1431 North Lansing. The Pepper Pot. That was near, uh, near Pines on yeah. Lansing. I think it was uh, on the west side, close to Jones Drugstore. Mm-hmm. The P&M Cafe was 1401 North Lansing. I think it was on the corner of Oklahoma right. and Lansing. The Purple Cow was at King Place and Lansing. Thompson's Beauty Shop, Thompson's Barber Shop, Thompson's Pool Hall. Uh, at one time, as I understand it, they were all on Lansing, and then they moved. Now, that's research I need to do. The Three Bears Club, Tipton and Taylor's Barbecue was there at first, as I understand. <clears throat> uh, Universal Life Insurance Company, 1448 North Lansing. Lee Williams Grocery and Fish Market was further south on Lansing. I'm not sure. Was it past King Place? It was actually at King Street and Lansing. Oh, okay. And then we have uh, Vera's Beauty Shop. Do you remember where that was? Vera Ingram's Beauty Shop was on Lansing on the <coughs> west side of the street, just south of Man Brothers. Oh, it was in that area. Yes. And that brings us to a total of 67 businesses. That were, I'm, I'm like, when I found that out, I was like, how many businesses one green? And that is out a, of that listing right there that we have, we have none of them on Lansing now, do we? Nothing. No, not a one, right? No. Not a thing. Nothing. Nothing. They wiped it out completely. What did you say? Urban renewal wiped it out. Yeah. Urban removal. Yeah. Right. That's what I call it. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. And you know, the, uh, we're upon the systematic control, and when that happens, they uh, erase our history. They wipe it away. So when young people come up and ride down the streets, they never know that something existed right there in this particular place. Because we we kind of bad about passing our history down to our youth. You know, we just don't talk about it. And, you know, a lot of times when I was growing up, they didn't even talk about the massacre. It was never mentioned. So our history is always being controlled systematically. Like Greenwood, they ran a freeway through it, you know, and blocked it off. And OSU came down there and bought up all the property and made the street. stole all the property. Yeah, stole all the property, made it zigzag streets and just everything and just erased the history. Now, what would have happened at Vernon? They wanted to take Vernon out. Oh, yeah. I I made sure that they didn't do that. I went down there and remodeled the church myself with another trustee. Mm-hmm. And we tore down the old parsonage. It was uh, run down and we fixed it up so they couldn't get it and we get insurance on the church. Mm-hmm. We couldn't even get insurance on it at one time. Wow. But we remodeled it to the extent. We well, I appreciate you guys doing that, you mm-hmm. know, and restoring our history, keeping keeping what little we got. Now we just got one little square block mm-hmm. of of uh, Greenwood, Greenwood down there. That's all we got. And the young people don't know it went all right. the way down. I know. You yeah. know, they don't. All the way down to Pine Street. There were hotels and apartment houses right across the street from Vernon. And Mm -hmm. uh, all that was wiped out. Everything wiped out, you know, so... It's devastating. That, uh, but I would know. make sure that, that Vernon, well, we gotta Vernon stand. be there. If we don't stand for something, we'll fall for anything. Right. You right. know, you ain't got to stand for what you believe in on your history mm-hmm. and just don't get so comfortable in letting, right. letting the system just tear down your stuff. Right. 
Well, I was uh, so aware that they were wiping out things. I said, well, I'm going to make sure that Vernon stays here. And I, I got on the trustee board just for the purpose of maintaining mm-hmm. Vernon as a facility that would be there. Right, right. And we got on the state uh, 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 history thing, but mm-hmm. we restoring it to that extent. Mm-hmm. A lot going on. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was just going to ask him if I could ask, is this place on the historic this, what you call it? Oh, you're talking about my family property right yeah. here? Yeah. Uh, No. And, you know, the house next door, which my relatives were raised up on, is over 100 years old. It was right. here during the massacre. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandfather built this building, and um, the barbershop next door is where a lot of uh, men in the community would congregate and get their haircuts. As a matter of fact, it's where the civil rights movement for North Tulsa started was in that barbershop next door. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, unless I talk about it, uh, they won't know, but I talk about it all the time to tell the younger people when yeah. they come in here okay. that, you know, this property is, for me, is our family family history, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, they didn't know that. When Grandpa built this building right here, mm-hmm. he bought this side that we're on was, was built for family. You know, if you had a business and it wasn't occupied, you could just come over here. You know, and just open up. It's been a boutique shop. It's been a photography studio. It's been all kinds of different businesses throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And that's, that was Grandpa's thing of keeping it black Wall Street, black owned, black, mm-hmm. that kind of mentality to, to be independent and own your own. Well, your Aunt Betty yeah. stayed here for a long time. Didn't Aunt she? Betty, yeah, she stayed next door in the family house. I'm in there now. But and, she ran the store here, didn't she? She had a store right here. Right. Yeah, she had a boutique shop. Mm-hmm. Her and her daughter mm-hmm. had Karen. one at one time, Karen, and they had a boutique shop right in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i only been back in here since I moved back to uh, Tulsa. I know at one time my husband was trying to get the barbershop mm-hmm. on the historical register because we remembered that that mm-hmm. building had been there for so many years oh, and goodness. deserved a place. I remember Grandpa, he would have, I would clean up sometime, push the broom and stuff over there. And I saw, like I said, uh, Don Ross, Homer Johnson, Bernard McIntyre, Ray Freeman, uh, uh, Red Cornelius, Colbert, Percy Perry. I mean, all of these men would just be over there all the time. Dr. Christopher, Big Ben McKinney coming in and coming out getting haircuts and talking that talk Mm -hmm. during a time when uh, blacks couldn't eat at restaurants and stuff, you know, and they were, they were strategically planning. My dad was the first one to get, go to jail, you know, and stuff like that. So Borden's cafeteria, you know, how they were up there and they wouldn't let you go in there and eat, you know? So during a period of time, it was rough. Well, don't forget what next door, Mm -hmm. your father and your uncle, that would be full over there. Yeah. And at 1 o'clock, everybody had to be still because Soul Train came on. <laughs> and I ain't going to never really? forget that. Really? Yeah. Soul Train came Soul on. Train <laughs> came on everything stopped. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess Grandpa then was into watching that. It was oh, brand yeah. new, and it was one of our top e- shows exactly. on TV. Exactly. And, you know, they watched a lot of boxing matches up in there, yeah. you know, Sonny Liston and Ali mm-hmm. and all of that mm-hmm. all the time, talking that talk. Yeah. He had a big old cigar hanging <laughs> out his mouth, you know, and my it son was, would yeah. relate to Soul Train because he always wanted to get on Soul Train 
finally he got the opportunity to be on Soul Train, and I think he'll never forget it. (laughs) Well, that's interesting because I performed on there about two or three times on Soul Train. I did Soul Train back in the 70s about, you know, I was on there about three times on performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing with those entertainers back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They say, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you guys a little story. Graduated from high school, Mm -hmm. right? And then the last couple of weeks of high school, we play hooky. You know what I mean? You go to school and get together. And you're, back in those days, you can get away with it, right? Yeah. And uh, we went to the park, about 12 of us. And they were, we were shooting basketball, and the girls was just sitting on the sideline cheering us on. Yeah. We were trying to show out in front of the girls, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the girls, uh, after the game was good, the guy shot the last bass, and boom, game over with. <sighs> Some of those guys went to their girlfriends, and they wiped their foreheads with towels set between their legs and all of that. I didn't have a girlfriend, so I was just holding the basketball looking. So they went around with each other. So-and-so, what you going to do? They say, I'm going to school. I'm going to college. I'm going to Langston. So-and-so, what you doing? I'm going to Texas Southern in Texas. So-and-so, what you doing? I'm going to Howard. I'm going to TCC. Bobby, what you doing? I said, I'm going to Hollywood. (laughs) You know? And I said, I said, I'm going to Hollywood, man. I'm going to play my music. And, you know, they started laughing. Yeah. Ah, it was falling all out on the ground. Yeah. And I wasn't laughing. Yeah. And I was standing there looking at them. And I said, uh, I'm going to Hollywood. They say, one of the guys came. He put his hands on my shoulder. He said, Bobby, you good, man. Y'all, you and Charlie Wilson and y'all, man, y'all been playing all out at the, you know, the nightclubs yeah. around town. Y'all yeah. good, man. But come on, man. Hollywood. Yeah. I said, man, I'm going. The next time a lot of them saw me was on Soul Train. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? And it was like, it was like, because when you believe in something and it's in your heart and it's in your spirit, my grandpa always told me, be the best at what you do. You know, I don't care if you're a garbage man or a janitor or whatever, be the best at what you do. And when, when you thrive for perfection to be the best, then, and you just, you have a passion for it. You can overcome like they did at Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. They had passion they to be the best. I look at some of those old pictures, and they were dressed out. Yes, they Ooh, were. Yes, they were. Where they, men had on suits and ties, and women had their hair done and dresses and stuff. I'm like, boy, pride, prideful. Very proud. Very, very prideful, prideful of uh, appearance and everything, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah. And that was a good thing. Did yeah. you run into Johnny Rogers out there when you went out to Hollywood? Johnny Rogers? Yeah. No, uh, he, he may have been older than me. Uh, he wasn't uh, too much ahead of you, uh, but he was uh, a couple of years behind me in school there. But uh, Roy Milton got him out of high school. For yeah, he was, he was, he was, a, little bit, he was a little bit older than me. Yeah. You know, I, I went out there in the 70s. Okay, well. You know, early 74. That's when we all piled up out of here and left. Okay, well, Johnny's yeah. out there much earlier than yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, he was there earlier than me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we went for our dreams. And Ernie Jr. Yeah. was out there. Yeah, Ernie Jr. was out there when I, when I got out there. Mm-hmm. You know, he had an office at Hollywood and Vine. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right out there. I'd go up in and holler at him sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We got about 90 seconds. I want to thank you guys for taking the time, for coming in here. And sharing these stories. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's been recorded. Hey, thank y'all. Okay. We thank you. Yeah. We thank you. Yeah, yeah. man. I, we could go on and on yeah, all day long. Yeah, more. Talk about it. We're gonna have to get you back in here and do it again. Okay. You know what I mean? Do it again. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. We are taking donations here at Eaton Media Services, 1533 North Norfolk. We got the bucket in here, and we just kind of like pay our bills and help the young people out. So if you got a donation you'd like to donate to us, don't hesitate to come by here and help us out a little bit so we can help these youth. 1533 North Norfolk in the historical Eaton building. That's what I call it, you know, and uh, come by here. We still got it uh, going on, and uh, we want you to do that. Coming up next, 230, Dale, Mr. Groove Taylor. will be in here playing some of your favorite hits, so tune on in, you know, and that's what we want you to do. All right, till the next time, have a good one. Stay black. The Bobby Eaton Show, The Juice Radio Show, and Two Dogs Radio Show. Yeah. I do it big, okay? You better R-E-S-P-E-C-T me. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Stay connected and call us now at 646-716-5525 and press 1 to go live.
KBOB, Black on Black Community, Radio 89.9, on your FM dial.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.